The future of your universe starts with family engineering with Praise Forware. Praise Forware is a global leader in family life innovation and a premium coach working with high net worth individuals across different continents. Fasten your seatbelts as we make your life better. Welcome to Family Engineering with Praise for Woolware. I am super excited to be coming your way again today. How are you and how is your family? The last time we started a series on effective communication and today we look at the three pillars of effective family communication or if you're married, marital communication. And if you're not married, this is also for you. You know what? I promised you that this is the best podcast you would ever get to listen to. Okay, so I read an inscription somewhere and it says, Without communication, there is no relationship. Without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there is no reason to continue. I'll take that again. It says, Without communication, there is no relationship. Without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there is no reason to continue. You see, Aristotle, who is one of the greatest philosophers that ever existed, it talks about the three pillars of persuasive communication. It talks about the ethos, the pathos, and the logos. Now, it talks about the pursuit of convincing your audience of your credibility and character. They must accept you before what you say. And that is ethos. That before people can hear you, they must first feel you. What it means is a lot of people struggle with communication simply because they are not trusted. They've not built credibility over time. Or they've compromised their character in some way or the other. That people find it difficult to trust them. For example, if you knew a pedophile and he comes visiting you, are you going to leave your child with that pedophile? The answer is no. So that is ethos. So when people say you don't trust me or people don't listen to me, the question is, do they trust you? It's like someone who is selling on how to make people rich. I can give you eight, help you do eight digits as a coach, but the guy is not doing four. So it's not trusted. And that person will struggle to sell. So, ethos is the pursuit of convincing your audience of your credibility and character. Then it talks about patterns, which is to appeal to the feelings of your audience through the use of meaningful and simple language, emotional tonality, stories, and metaphors. Right? And so, that is patterns in the words of um, Aristotle. What it means is you need to use simple and meaningful language, emotional tonality. In a way that you can bypass your conscious resistance and they can listen to you. Remember, I told you last time out that the goal of your words is not for speaking. The goal of your words is creation. That every time you open your mouth, you want to create. So what do you want to create? It's like salesmanship. You want to convert. And how do you convert people if you're not a master at using emotional tonality, stories and metaphors? 
Then the third thing he talks about is logos, which is the quest to appeal to logic and reason by data, testimonials, recorded evidence, and variable stories. What means is to persuade people, you need to display data. If I told you that last month I did a million dollars, month before I did two million dollars, months before that one I did four million dollars, and I say to you, pay me a thousand dollars to help you do a million. What are you going to do? You're going to drop the money because I have given you data which you can verify. If I share testimonials with you of 10 people I have worked with over two months who now do $10 million every month, you're going to part with a million dollars definitely to get a $10 million because there are testimonials of people who have recorded evidence where I show you from my bank account how much I have made and variable stories. There is no way you're not going to listen to me. So, if you are having issues with communication or you're struggling with people listening to you, buying from you, hearing you, you're struggling with your partner, trusting what you're saying, or you are even experiencing sign of resistance from your partner, then you want to check your ethics. What is your credibility? You want to check your partners. How are you able to appeal to the feeling of the person you're talking to by bypassing their conscious resistance in a way that you are leading them to make an informed decision that is in their own interest, which exactly is where you want to go. And how are you deploring logos, using data, testimonials, recorded evidence to get what you truly want? Now, in my work, I have realized that when it comes to family relationship or marital relationship, there are three pillars that I've found. There could be more. One is trust two is perception and three is connection now when it comes to trust what have i chosen to believe about them which is very very similar to ethos and it talks about credibility now if you're with a partner and you've told your partner that you're going to the mall and your partner followed you to the mall and they didn't find you at the mall and they find you somewhere else you're already building a reputation for someone whose words is not as bond which means your words cannot be trusted. So don't get upset when people no longer believe you because consistently you have developed a pattern that shows that when you say something, they meet something else. So you need to pay attention to that saying that your word must be your bond because if you can't be trusted, then people will not be able to trust what you say. And like we say, it's easier to build, it's easier to destroy them to build. You don't want to build your character and reputation over a period of time. And by one mistake, everything comes crashing down. Number two pillar is perception, right? And when it comes to perception, it talks about how you see your partner or how you see the person you want to talk to. Who is a husband to you? Who is a wife to you? Who is a child? You know, it's interesting that many of us do not show respect for our children because we think we own them. We talk to them anyhow. We do not see them as royalty. If your child suddenly becomes a president of the United States of America, how would you talk to that child? So we scream, we yell, we do all kinds of things that throw tantrums and destroy the potential and the confidence of a, of a child through trauma from the words of our mouth. How you perceive people determine how you receive it. So what is my or his or perceptual goal? Perceptual code is a descriptive word that describes how you see the person you're talking to. 
if I see the way you talk to people, already I know your perceptual code about that person. Now, if you see someone as lazy, you're not going to talk to them with courtesy or with respect because you know they are lazy. But how did you come to that conclusion? And have you made effort to help them overcome their laziness? So, what is the perceptual code of your spouse, of your children, of your workers, of the people around you? If you look around you and you say, every human being I see is a royalty, it changes the dynamics of how you see them, how you see them affect how you talk to them. Now, number three in perception is what is their personality trait? Because sometimes we have the tendency to miscontrol, misunderstand people. We say we see things the way we are, not the way they truly are. So how do you see people? Number three is connection. What do we mean and how do they vibrate? And do we vibrate at the same frequency? You see, normally we have the tendency to be kind to the people whose words resonate with us and people who vibrate at our level or at our frequency. But when you have people who are pulling you down, it becomes very tough. So you have a whole lot of couples who are not connected because their vibrations are miles apart. So you have one woman who wants to conquer the world and you have a man who sees that woman as a kitchen material. They are not on the same wavelength. We call it unequal yoke with an unbeliever. An unbeliever is someone who doesn't believe what you believe. And so if you get married and your wife believes everyone is to make money, but you believe that only you must make money and she must stay at home, that's an unbeliever to you. You guys are unbelievers. So you are on equal yoke because your beliefs have no alignment. Unless alignment takes place, there'll be dysfunctionality and there'll be all forms of abuse. So when it comes to the critical pillars of communication, we talk about trust, we talk about perception, and we talk about connection. The question today is how do you see people and how do you treat them based on how you see them? Because our people perception determines a whole lot of things. The way you see people determine your service preparation, how you prepare what you want to give to them. So for example, you want to give to a beggar or a destitute. How do you prepare a package? You see him as a destitute, but a destitute is not a state. It's just a troubled king who has forgotten who he is and who has the capacity to bounce back and become the best version of himself. If that is your narrative, how you prepare what you give him will be totally different because he will not forget. And when he becomes, he comes back to himself, he's not also going to forget what you have done and he has a way of rewarding you. But if all you see is someone who is just a beggar, who is a disturber, what you're going to do is you're just going to serve them anyhow. Our people perception determines our service preparation, determines how we receive people, people reception, determines how we connect with people, determines our service delivery, and determines our people retainership. How we see people determines our service preparation, our people reception, our people connection, our service delivery, and our people retainership. If you suddenly discover that that staff of yours that you've been talking to anyhow is the only son of hell and mud, and his father has willed this entire well to him, what will change? How you talk to him will change. How you see his mistakes will change. How you see everything will change. Why? Because the perception has changed. So, yeah, a couple of questions 
that you might want to answer today, even as I wind up. Number one, who am I creating an experience for? That's a question you need to answer. Who am I creating an experience for? Number two, what experience do they require? What experience do they require? Number three, what is the ultimate goal of the experience? Do I want to retain or do I want to discard them? So if it's your husband or if it's your wife or if it's your staff, do I want to retain or do I want to discard? Whatever comes out of your mouth is a reflection of what you want. It says I want to marry. Who talks down to your spouse? Number four, what is their platinum code for comprehension? What is their platinum code for comprehension? What that means is how do they receive what they receive? Because the golden rule says treat people the way you want to be treated. But platinum rule says treat them the way they want to be treated, which means the word understanding, which means standing under, right? Which means to, to conquer how they want to be treated, how they want to be talked to. And number five, what is the best style of effectively delivering the experience? What is the best style for effectively delivering the experience? And number six, what is my feedback system to track my progress? What is the feedback system to track my progress? If you ask this six question, it helps you prepare adequately for your communication and how you talk to people. Now, initially, this might be a bit tough because it looks mechanical, but it becomes a way of life because how you live right now was a learned behavior. So you can unlearn and relearn and learn something new that will define a new reality for you. Imagine if you could master this. Imagine if your system develops a filter that filters everything you say through this prison, wherein you define who you are creating an experience for. Creating an experience for my royalty, maybe your child or your husband. What experience does my royalty require? What is the ultimate goal of this experience? Obviously, is to retain them. Then what is their platinum code for comprehension? How do they want to be treated? What is the best style of effectively delivering the experience, including my anger? And lastly, what is my feedback system to track my progress? You see, Tony Robbins says, to effectively communicate, we must realize that we are all different in the way we perceive the world and use this understanding as a guide to our communication with others. I'll take that again. To effectively communicate, we must realize that we are all different in the way we perceive the world and use this understanding as a guide to our communication with others. I want you to know that you have all it takes to become the best version of yourself and to create bliss for everyone you encounter. When I come again, we'll begin to break it down into the four personality types and how the intimidating communicator differ from the creative communicator, from the dependable communicator, and the systematic communicator. My name is Pray Fuwe. This is Family Engineering with me. I'll see you some other time. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Go ahead and win with your communication. Thanks for enjoying Family Engineering with Praise as we re-engineer a world that is fit for all. For more inquiries, 
kindly visit our website www.praiseforwarddtech.com or send us a mail podcast at iampraiseforwar.com or visit our stores www.iampraiseforwar.com You can also call us on plus 1817-881-8696 plus 1780-246-7955 plus 447960-813430 or plus 23481-857-1139. 